Yeah, so it's just opportunities that came my way as I went along. And I was in a small market. So if you're in a smaller market, you have to be more diverse in what you do. If you're in bigger markets, then you can, you can find a niche and focus on that and just do that. Uh, so I had just learned along the way in the projects that I, you know, I was in a resort uh, community in, in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. That's where I was building. So I met a lot of developers that were buying beach houses down there that I was building for and doing work with. So I started learning from them and, um, and you know, watching some of the projects they were doing and, and started doing some things. And then I had to create land for myself. So I had to do some land development projects, things like that. Um, but for apartment syndicators and for people that are, are getting into it, you know, my, my path isn't always the best for everybody. So I think in this day and age, um, it, it's much better to pick something and focus on it and scale that. And that's kind of what I did. So my building business was what I picked that I focused on and scaled that provided the cash flow to do everything else. And all the other companies that, that came along with that were all ancillary to the construction industry except for one or two. And it was usually because I, w I wanted to help somebody. I love helping people. I'm a coach. I'm a mentor. It's what I've been my whole career. That's how I built my companies. And that's how I built other businesses with other people. I just coached them. I find good operators and I coach them to success and tell them what to do. They go do it, right? And so it wasn't me out there. And it's not me out there day to day doing things right now. Again, I have, if I'm doing a development project, uh, you know, I've got architects, engineers, uh, builders, you know, general contractors, all I'm doing is leading that team. I'm finding the opportunity, you know, creating the value by determining the highest and best use of that property and trying to coach all of them to their very best and get that thing done. So I'm, I'm leading the charge. I'm finding the opportunity, putting the team together, finding the financing, putting that together and creating the opportunity on the back end for everybody. So that's kind of where I evolved to. And, and that just was a natural progression. You know, as, as I got older, of course, 2009 forced a shift, you know, where I was at, we, we got put out of business. So I had to change my business model and I started building smaller, less expensive spec houses. And it wasn't, it wasn't cost effective for me to do it. So I would hire other builders. So that's kind of where that whole process started. And ever since then, I've kind of done it that way. But, you know, for the average apartments indicator, uh, I would not advise trying to get into a ground up development or anything like that, especially right now in the multifamily world. Uh, there's a lot of projects going on. Construction costs are at an all-time high. Uh, the qualified apartment builders out there are all busy. Uh, so it's taken a lot longer to get things done. It's costing a lot more. Uh, the entitlement process is very cumbersome and difficult. So it's much easier to find an existing asset that you can either reposition or that has good cash flow. You just got to find a motivated seller with, with you know, uh, either a good or a distressed asset and then create some value there. Much quicker path to... Uh, to success that way right now. So one of the best deals was my very first one, right? Where the light bulb went off. So uh, I was doing, I don't think I was building spec houses yet. I was still remodeling and I didn't have a real estate license at the time either. And this was a, my real estate agent that I was working with. And he came to me and he said, Hey, there's this lot for sale that we can buy. And I bet you we can resell it in 30 days and make a big profit. So I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know you could do that. I'd owned my second house at this time, my, my third house at this time, personal house. So I knew, you know, about buying real estate, owning a home, but I had no idea that you could flip real estate for a profit. I just didn't know that. So he comes to me with this deal and says, yeah, we can buy this lot and then, you know, um, put it on the market. We'll get it sold in 30 days and make a profit. And I'm like, well, can you even do that? Is that, is that even legal? And he's like, yeah, sure. So we went ahead. He said, uh, I put up all the money. He found the deal. I put up the money. Uh, he got it sold and we split the profit. And I think, I don't know, we made 15, $20,000 a piece. And in 30 days, I think, I put up a hundred thousand or something. So to me, that was kind of a no brainer. And it, it, it's kind of what triggered 
uh, my thought process in getting into flipping and developing and things like that. I just didn't know. So from that point, I started building spec houses and learning how to do that because again, I hadn't I hadn't done that before. And uh, so it was really interesting that one little deal how how that triggered you know a whole lot of other things. And uh, you know, um, so probably after that, the best wholesale if you want to call it a wholesale, it was a joint venture agreement on an oceanfront hotel. So I'd buy oceanfront hotels, tear them down, and I would uh, either sell the lots to an investor and build them houses, or I would build houses and, and sell them. So in this case, it was a gentleman that had an oceanfront hotel that was destroyed by a hurricane, and he was trying to do condos. And he came to me and wanted to do a condo development. And I said, you can't do it. Uh, the zoning won't allow it. The best thing to do is tear it down and build houses. So he let somebody else talk him into going down the condo route and they spent about two years, spent a couple hundred thousand dollars and they couldn't, they, they couldn't get it done. They ended up in a lawsuit with each other. So two years, two and a half years later, he walks into my office out of the blue, hadn't talked to the guy in two years. And he says, okay, I'm ready to do your deal now. Let's go build houses. And I said, okay. So we had a joint venture agreement. He was going to throw in the land. I was going to bring the money and build the houses and sell them. And we we're going to split the profits. So uh, in the meantime, I went and settled his lawsuit between him and the other guy, and I contributed to half of that cost. I didn't have to, but I did, and because uh, it was a great deal. So as I'm preparing, this is like 2007, 2008, right? So as I, it might have been late 2008, right before the, everything started to change. Um, uh, as I was preparing, getting the financing and, and getting the plans together to develop the property, um, a friend of mine had said, you know, market's getting kind of weird. And we were kind of talking about the market. He said, why don't you just sell the oceanfront lots and then you'll have this property across the street. It was two parcels that, you know, you'll be free and clear and you can just develop those. And I said, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So I went to my partner and I said, hey, let's modify this. Let's go ahead and just sell the oceanfront lots and then, uh, you know, clear everything out. And then we'll own this property across the street free and clear and we'll develop that. He said, okay. So, um, so we went that route. I found a buyer sold everything. So again, I have a JV agreement at this point, no money out of my pocket. The lawsuit that I settled, uh, the, the fee for that was coming out of the closing of this property. The money to tear the hotel down was coming out of the closing of the property from the buyer's funds. So once he closed, I, I tore the hotel down. We flipped the lots. I made like 351,000 when the lots sold. He got the property paid off free and clear and he made his money. And then we had this piece across the street left over, right? So this is the good deal. Great deal, right? All I had was a JV contract, not a nickel out of my pocket. Took about three or four months to do all this, and I made $351,000. The biggest one-time payday I'd had in my career at the time. Um, now, the second phase is this guy that was my partner goes and talks to his attorney and to a couple of his buddies, and they're like, wait a minute. Why did you pay the guy <laughs> $351,000 when you could have hired a realtor to do the same thing for 3%, right? And, you know, maybe you paid him $50,000. And what they didn't understand was I'd paid for half of the lawsuit, settled that, found the buyer, tore the hotel down. I mean, there was a lot that, that had to be done. So he, anyways, he's listening to his friends. He comes back to me and he says, you've made enough money. I'm not doing the deal on the other piece of the property across the street. And I said, well, unfortunately we have a contract and you can't just walk away. You know, that, that's, I've got equitable interest. We're partners. We're going to develop this or sell it. And he said, nope, you've made enough money. I don't want to do any business with you. I said, okay. So at the time, there was about $40,000 that I'd paid out of pocket to tear the hotel down. And I said, all right, I'll tell you what, you don't want to do business with me. That's fine. Pay me the $40,000 uh, for the hotel and uh, reimburse that, uh, that the partnership was supposed to cover. And, uh, and I'll walk away and you can have the property. And the property was worth about $250,000. And, uh, you know, that's how I am. I'm like, you know, you don't want to do business with me? Fine. You know, and he said, nope, I'm not, I'm not paying it. You made enough money. I said, okay. 
And uh, he said, you're going to have to sue me. So I did. I filed suit. Um, I don't know. It took three or four months to go to court. The judge told us to settle it. The guy, and, you know, the guy had no choice. I mean, he was wrong. So uh, he ended up having to buy me out for half the interest in the lot. So he ended up having to pay me another 125000 plus the money for the demolition when he could have walked away with paying for nothing but the money for the demolition. So that deal made, made almost $500,000 on just a contract joint venture flip. Uh, so that was, that was probably the best deal I'd ever done, done in my life. 